ladies, lab men, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. I'm your co-host, JM. And I am Robbie, the co-host in the squeaky chair. Probably the co-host in the squeaky chair. She can chair. probably hear. Which we can hear, and I can also see, because I am physically in the same space as Robbie. Let's have a hug. Aww. Let's see if we can... There we go. Aww. You can hear that. On the stair- oh, you're squeezing me. There we go. Proving once and for all that Robbie is not a figment of my imagination. No. I should also point out that we are both uh, vaccinated. We are both vaccinated. And we have been tested as well. Yeah, so we've been tested. We're allowed to touch and hug yep. and breathe the same air. Yep. So that's what we're doing. So get ready for an hour of listening to us fuck. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. It's only taken us 80-something episodes. Yeah, yeah. This is it. This is the one. So buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. So we should probably clarify where we are. We are in... Where are we, Jam? We're in like a little meeting closet uh, in the building that also houses the Devolver Digital London office. Yes. Uh, A lovely space. It's really nice. It's really cool getting to see where like people do actual work uh, at Devolver. (laughs) Uh, And also Robbie's there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, yeah, so we are in London. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do any kind of um, Austin Powers uh, impressions or anything like that because oh. uh, that would ruin everyone's day. Fantastic. Um, but welcome to London, JM. Thank you so much. It's, it's uh, I mean, well, uh, this feels slightly disingenuous because you've been here since Saturday. And yeah. today is Wednesday. So we've already seen each other. Well, and I did my best not to talk to you. Yes, um, that's true. Until the podcast. Yes. Um, because I, I only talk to you for professional reasons. <laughs> exactly. But it, this is... So we have not seen each other. I mean, we, this is the first time we've ever recorded the podcast in person. Yeah, yeah. Which is fucking crazy. Yeah. And now it feels weird that like we're sat together... Having trying to have a normal conversation whilst also <laughs> presenting a podcast. It's, 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 it's honestly, it feels weirder like not being on a headset yeah. talking to a microphone. Like yeah. it's, 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 it's definitely weirder being in the room together. Um, I think just because I'm not used to it. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I had no idea how this whole thing was going to play out. So, listeners... You're along for the ride. Good we don't luck. know what's going to happen. Um, also, the cacophony of fucking noises behind us is that this is not a soundproof meeting room. No. Uh, and we wanted to, uh, we were going to record in the office, but a lot of people were doing like business stuff and talking about like top secret projects and shit like that. And we know that the detectives of the internet would have like edited our voices out and parsed all of that knowledge. So we had to come down here where there's like the loudest fucking people in the world. They, yeah, so this is what is commonly referred to in the uh, corporate business world as... Uh, <laughs> the, uh, there are um, so this meeting room is next to the elevator, uh, and, and the lifts. Yep, and a uh, and a and a um, shared kitchen area. So it's kind of our fault as much as it is theirs. But let's just pretend that we're in the right because. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's a, yeah. There's nothing wrong with them making noise. It's one of the people in the world, our thousands of listeners, to know why the audio is not up to our usual. Oh yeah. Uh, epic stand. Oh, I just decided to lay into those innocent people for absolutely no reason. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. All right. Well done. What well, good lunch in everyone. Uh, our fifth meeting of the charitable organizations of the world uh, is complete now. Let's relax and have some. And then they hear Robbie in the yeah. back. Fucking cunts. Shut the fuck up. 
Um, well, welcome to London, JM. Thanks. What are you? What the fuck are you doing here? Um, well, uh, I'm here to celebrate uh, Devolver Digital going public. Yes. It's a big party, and uh, we're recording this on Wednesday before it happens, so maybe by the time this airs on Thursday, we will all have committed suicide. <laughs> um, who knows? Yeah, the whole, well, m- most of most of the company is here. Not everybody was able to travel, Yeah, um, which is sad, but... Uh, it's great for those of us that are here because, yeah, we've not seen each other since PAX East yeah. 2019. No. 2020. March of 2020. March yeah, yeah. of 2020. So that was the last time we saw each other. Yeah, right as some, COVID was starting. Some of us have not, other people we've not seen since before then. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of people since before then. Well, then there's a lot of people that, like, you know, have never met in yeah. person and stuff like that. Like, I don't know people. if you've ever met, like, Matt Nickerson. Uh, no, I still haven't met Matt as of, as of, as of n- right now. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, you were in for a disappointment. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we we spoke. We've had him on the podcast. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. I still haven't met Matt, oh, um, nice. which is crazy because like I I know and have met basically everyone else at Devolver. Yeah. I think apart from Matt, I think Matt yeah. is the last person for me to meet. Nice. That's mad. You complete your collection. Yeah. Yeah. Man, he's the shiny. He's like the, the rare, the rare shiny Pokemon. I'm gonna keep Matt hidden from you. He's mine. Oh, okay, he's all mine. Yeah, I'm a bit worried that he's going to uh, sass me quite a lot. <laughs> really, Matt? Well, sass? Matt, yeah. Really, the guy who came on the podcast and destroyed us. Fight? <laughs> yeah, so I'm a bit, I'm a bit scared about that. But um, no, yeah, it's really good. So we're all here. Yeah, um, we're just. Catching up, really. We've been having a lot of pub dinners and a lot of pub dinners, wandering around and seeing mm. the sights. Have you I, been seeing many I of the sights? Trainers. You bought some trainers, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, don't uh, I guess I haven't seen uh, uh, a, a lot of this stuff yet. I, I mean, I've been walking around and I've been looking at the city. Yeah. Kind of like I do. That's what I do everywhere we go, though. I just kind of walk around and look at the city. I don't really go to the the tourist things. I don't see the things I'm supposed to see. Right. I should go to the Tate while I'm here. Yeah. Because apparently the Tate's really, really good. Um, I think maybe I saw a palace. I walked across a bridge that was not the fancy bridge. Right. Uh, and I, I, I saw something on my way back. I'm like, oh, that looks like it could be a palace. But I, I don't know. It might it be a hotel. It could have been St. Paul's Cathedral, maybe? Maybe. Did it have a big round top? No. Oh, okay. It wasn't St. Paul's. It was that, I did see a building with a round top, but that was the other on the other side of the bridge. So, yeah, I don't know. But, like, you know, looking at, looking at the buildings and stuff like that. But, yeah, like, just seeing it, just walking around, looking at the people. Yeah. It's, it's um, the most diverse place I've ever been to yeah. like just like the, the the milieu of human beings here is is incredible like everyone opens their mouth and you have no idea what is going to come out until they start talking <laughs> like it, it might be English you know it's I mean you know, if they're talking to me, it's you know they'll probably be speaking English, you know, because I'm. You know, but um, everyone's got an accent, though. But yeah, the accents, yeah. you know, or they're talking to each other and they're like in these different languages, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. And they're from everywhere. There's you know people from China, people from you know, all over Asia, people from Eastern Europe, people from Africa, people from you know the Americas. Like it's it's just really really wild. Yeah. Um, and I I love it. It's it's like everybody's just different, and there's like a. Like, even in style, like, the way people, like, 
dress because it's so multicultural. Because yeah. there's so like even the people that are just British, like they dress like however fucking British. They <laughs> want to, you know, it's fucking big goofy scarves and dumbass hats, and yeah. you're like, well, that's very British. Yeah, sir. I'm wearing my spacesuit today. Yeah, no, it's it's it looks uh, it looks comfortable. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I nice. can urinate in this. I can tell. and re- <laughs> recycle it into drinking water, which mm-hmm. is good. So yeah. I never have to take it off. Yeah, but it's it's really nice. I mean, it's nice traveling. You know, it's the yeah. first time I've you know really traveled you know, since since March. Yeah, fucking hell. Uh, what was it like? What was it like traveling with everything that's been going on? Was it a bit weird? I mean, I was I was nervous about it. I was scared. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was scared about getting like you know like what if I did my paperwork wrong? And, yeah, like, yeah. Going to let me into the country and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and um, you know, but it was. Uh, and I was nervous about being on a nine-hour flight with recycled air and stuff like that. But yeah. luckily, like, the flight I was on was at, like, I don't know, 15% capacity. Wow. So very few of us. Um, it was weird, though, like, they're like, oh, there's not a lot of people on this flight. And there wasn't. The plane was mostly empty. But, like, like we were all packed into one area. Like, <laughs> like four or five rows of everyone that was on, like, the left side of the plane in this section. Cause yeah, it was a yeah. Giant and I was like, oh, I'd like to move up there and the lady's like oh you've got a whole row to yourself I was like yeah there's people on either side of me like I'm yeah yeah I'd like to be a little further away um and I was wearing masks on planes before this um oh right it, it really helps yeah uh, it like keeps your moisture in so oh you okay dry yeah, yeah 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 way more like getting off a plane after you know after wearing a mask is way more comfortable oh okay um but yeah it was alright it was alright um yeah it's it's been it's been nice. I mean, it, it really like the thing is I, I I I just like walking around, listening to you know my my video game soundtracks like my Assassin's Creed two soundtrack, uh, <laughs> and walking around the city. Yeah, and and just kind of like just taking it all in. Yeah, vibing as the French say. Vibing, yep, mm-hmm. very vibey. Mm-hmm. Um, is a, is a, is this phrase we've been throwing around a lot this week? It is. It is. Yeah, because um, we're all about the vibes here. Indubitably. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of the big news this week, really. I suppose is that everyone's in London having a very vibey time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we're selling out. Oh. Hard. <laughs> selling out real hard. Yeah. Real um, hard. And uh, from now on, we're all going to be uh, completely different people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah. this is the last opportunity we have to have normal conversations with one another. Yeah, normal conversations. Pretend uh, to be humans. Pre- yeah, pretend to be humans. And it's, uh, you know, it's a wonderful marketing opportunity. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, we hope to, you know, this is, this is kind of a placeholder because, you know, uh, he's very busy. But we do hope to have... Um, Brian Chadwick, I don't know what his official he's title a, is, well, but he's, he's a, a lawyer. Lawyer, yeah. Um, um, he's our legal counsel. Our legal, our legal counsel. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Counselor. He is Counselor Chadwick. Counselor Chadwick. Um, we'd like to have him to talk. He's absolutely lovely human being. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my yeah, entire life. I'm really excited about getting to talk to him, but he's very busy because... Yes. This thing is happening tomorrow, and he's got a lot of yeah. ducks to get in a row. Yeah. Brian is one of those people who's genuinely busy. 
Yeah, <laughs> he actually has shit to do. He, he like really, really has work to do. Yeah, um, at all times. Yeah. So not um, like, hey, can you do this today? Oh, sorry, I can't. I, I got Robbie and I have to record a podcast yeah, in three yeah. hours, so yeah. I'm afraid I cannot. Yeah. do anything before or after. Can't use my voice for mm-hmm. at least 24 hours mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but yeah, we would uh, hope to have Brian on at some point. Um, maybe just to kind of talk a little bit about. Uh, what what is an IPO? But we'll see. Um, we don't know how busy he's going to be. Um, yeah. But in the meantime, but if we don't get him on today, we'll have him on. We'll next have him week, on soon, yeah. Uh, to really talk about the nitty gritty. But I mean, everything's fine. Yeah, <laughs> like everything's really fine. It's everything's actually, really fine. It's actually great. For We're um, not being held captive. <laughs> no. We're not being held captive. Um, we we well, chose Bobby did just blink twice. But, uh, <laughs> we chose to come into this tiny room together to record <laughs> yep. a podcast yep. uh, nobody forced us to yep. do this no uh yeah um please help um <laughs> so <laughs> uh the big news right now though the that big i news. think we do need to talk about oh yeah is that robbie finally played hellblade i did yes okay right so now we can really because we, we started to talk about this the other night and or last night and yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. We have to stop. We gotta wait. We have to we stop. Do this to talk about. We talk about it. To talk about this. I just want to talk about how good Hellblade is. Oh, can I? While we while we're here though, while we're sort sure. of addressing the fact that certain things are going down uh-huh. in Devolver Town uh-huh. this week, um, oh my God, did we. You just come up with I did, yeah. It's amazing. It's good. Marketing genius. Um, so, uh, Weird West previews came out this week. Oh, nice. They did. Yeah, nice. they were very vibey. Don't hit the table. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> they were very vibey. And uh, everyone likes it, so that's nice. really good. So, um, you can check out Weird West previews. I think you can, pre- you can pre-order on Steam right now. Nice. And if you pre-order it on Steam, you get... Um, what do you get? You get Calamity's horse, or Calamity oh, nice. the horse. Nice. It's a horse uh, called, uh, the horse is called Calamity, mm-hmm. and it comes with a bunch of items um, that it can hold for you uh, from the start of the game. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So you can go and do that. But yeah, so the Weird West previews came out, and everyone seems to enjoy that. Inscription nice. is still doing very well. Inscription, oh! you should definitely play Inscription. Hats oh. off for last week. <sighs> Thanks. You did a good show with Daniel. Thanks. He did most of the work. He was very interesting. What a cool guy. Yeah, really cool. cool. Man. Yeah, Yeah. so if you haven't heard that, go and listen to that. Um, But maybe play Inscription first. Yeah. I don't think there's any spoilers. There's one little spoiler, but it's already been spoiled in other places. I thought about editing it out, but I was like, nah, it's it's fine. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, there, there wasn't any. No. Major spoilers. So, uh, yeah, so that's all that. I don't think there's anything else to talk about, but we can talk about Hellblade yeah. for sure. Yeah. So I started playing Hellblade. I can't remember why this first came up between us. Was it when we did an episode where you chose some of the music or something? I don't think or I were we talking the music about protagonists or something? Um, yeah, maybe protagonists. I can't remember. Maybe antagonists. I mean, just... I mean, Doug, it does not take... I mean, I'm, I'm definitely always interested in talking about Hellblade, so it doesn't take a lot so, to talk about So, yeah, so I'll be the first to admit, and I think I said this to you the other day, yeah. that I... <laughs> I was really cynical about the game because I'm just one of these assholes that's like, oh, everyone's fucking raving about this game. Like, pff, probably not all that, really. Yeah. Like, it's probably okay, but blah, probably not that amazing. 
Um, I am eating my words um, because it's fucking brilliant. It's such a good game, man. And it's yeah, so it's taken me a really long time to get around to playing it. And then I only even got around to playing it this time because it was on Game Pass. So yeah. it was kind of like a no-brainer. Yeah. Oh, I'll just give it a go. Yeah. And I was fully expecting to maybe play an hour or two and just be like, nah. But, man, it was less than an hour. And I, and I already knew that I was, like, totally invested. It's so good. I was so invested. And, and the, yeah. one of the main things that I realised that made, I knew I was really invested in it is, because, is that... I, when I was playing it, I was just, I was happy to take my time. Yeah. Like a lot of games I'll play and I'm not particularly patient. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, if there's like little side things that you can go and do, I just ignore them because I'm like, I just want to play through the story. Yeah. But with Hellblade, even though it's a linear game, uh, I just... I just wanted to take it all really uh, like a really steady pace and yeah. just kind of take it all in um, because I think it's a really well-paced game for a start. It is. Um, but I was going around uh, collecting all of the lore stones mm. um, and stuff, so I was kind of taking the time to explore to make sure I got all of that extra context for everything because it was just fascinating. I, w- I even watched, there's a, so after I finished the game. You finished a, it? Yeah, I finished it last night. <gasps> yes, so we can talk about the whole thing. Yeah. So I finished it last it's night so and then, <laughs> I finished it last night and then I watched, there's like a, the there's like a little documentary. Yeah. So I watched that and I was like, oh man, like even that kind of gave me more mm-hmm. kind of detail mm-hmm. about what it all means and stuff like that. And I just thought it was Man, what a fucking game! Yeah, it's I mean, so good. It's like it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's to me, it's like one of those things. It, like it epitomizes what a game can be. Yeah, like how a game can be medicine. Yeah, like I mean, the, the, you know, it, like when I like literally playing that game, like I don't know, uh, like I would play it and like I would have a couple of days where my anxiety would be like way down. Yeah. Which is weird because mm-hmm. when you're playing it, it's not. But like no. something, like it, like it felt like it was burning it out of me or something. Wow. Like that. I don't, I don't know. Like that. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But it, it, it really, like, it was just. It, it, I mean, it's so good. And yeah. Like her, her, her acting, her portrayal of that character, and there's so much. I really love. Like, there's so many incredibly smart decisions that they made and like the combat is fine like, you know the combat is not why you play that game it's it's enough it's it's there I was pleasantly surprised yeah. with how good the combat was considering yeah. yeah it's like that's not the the main yeah kind of I mean, it's good enough like I have fun with, I, I enjoy the combat but yeah. I know a lot of people are like oh it's not Dark Souls enough or whatever the fuck people complain yeah. about um, you know but it's not like yeah it's not the point um but yeah, like like the decision always to like put the camera on her, like when you see a boss, like the camera gets above her, gets in her face. Yeah, and like yeah. She, like, ugh. I mean, it, and I like I don't I I need to play it again, I suppose, but I don't like playing it because I don't like putting her through it. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's an it's a remarkable performance mm. considering that it's just you know that that woman just you know, was the... clearly just on her own. Like, that was the big part of it, you know? It's like, she's she's doing all of this performance, like, and it's just her. 
Oh yeah, in a room. Um, like yeah, you see the footage, and it's just her like in a room. Yeah. So the, the the how she goes, she runs through this kind of gamut of emotions and every emotion um, possible, uh, all with yeah, just like no one to bounce off or yeah, not even a set. <laughs> you she's know, not even an act- she's not even an actor. Really? She was she was one of the she was part of the dev team, and they like put her in it to like test it. What? Yeah, no, yeah. They're like, oh yeah, uh, you do this. I mean, I, maybe she she's acted at some point in her life or something like that, but like, uh, they just put her, like it was one of those things like, oh yeah, you'll be a placeholder too, like, you know, while we test it until we find somebody. And she just, I mean, they just fucking kept her because she's fucking incredible. Holy shit, I yeah. didn't know that. Maybe that was part of the documentary and I missed it. Yeah, I, I, I think they mentioned it in there, but they may have, I may have learned Holy that fuck. Yeah. yeah. Wow. She's just, yeah. Um, Man, that's crazy. But yeah, and I, I really love the documentary because it talks, I mean, they... You know, they talk to people with, like, schizophrenia yeah. who, who hear voices, who, you know, do these sort of things. And you, what I really loved, I mean, I, I think I started crying in the documentary, is, like, you, you see these people, you know, these you know, people that they talk to in mental asylums or, or just, you know, have had these conditions. Yeah. And you could tell that those people felt like they'd been listened to. Yeah. Like, they'd been heard. Like, the devs came in and they weren't like, okay, so what's it like when you hear voices? Like, do the, oh, yeah. what is that? Like, it wasn't like, it wasn't, it wasn't this thing. It was like, what's it, but it was like, what is it like for you? Yeah. What is that experience? And like, yeah. you know, so many. And how, how do you cope? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's the thing that people, people don't get to the bottom of yeah. when thinking about mental health and stuff like that is like, you know, whether you understand, you know, and can empathize exactly with what that person's going through it's like well regardless of like my understanding of it like how the fuck do you cope with it like if you know if what you're telling me is what you're going through like like how on earth how on earth do you cope and yeah and And that's a big part of the game as well i suppose Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and then like the big revelation was like you know and this is definitely like one of the you know there's a you know one of my favorite lines in the game um but like you know one of the things they talk about is like you know, people are like, oh, those voices in your head are not real. And it's like, irrelevant. Mm. You know, it's irrelevant whether or not those voices are quote unquote real because they are real. They do exist in your head. Like, yeah. everything you hear is an illusion in your brain. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's all fucking like a hologram. It's a holographic, you know, simulated universe. Yeah. So if somebody's holographic simulated universe involves these voices that quote unquote don't exist, like, it doesn't, like, you can say they don't exist all day long, but it doesn't change anything. No. They're real because they exist for that person, yeah. right? It's like you know that that's that's how you make it real to you know to to understand it. Yeah. So you have to understand that it's it's real. It, that is that person's reality. Yeah. So regardless of whether or not you think, yeah, a, vo- a voice in your head is real or not, it's like the fact that you're experiencing it means it's reality <laughs> yeah. because it's actually happening to you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was a really amazing game and like i mean all of that stuff is really good like the way it kind of takes various uh experiences of psychosis and mental illness and kind of translates them into a into an experience yeah because i I saw a thing uh, well yeah i heard them when they were talking on the documentary they were saying about like how like they were trying to figure out how they can how they can make something so that for for people that don't deal with these issues, like yeah. to be able to experience what it's like yeah. for someone else, you know, to be able to, or, you know, 
but for the uh, you know purely for the reason of of being able to understand like what it's like and why this character is like tortured and haunted yeah. by all this stuff and i thought that was really i really liked the way that they took things like depression anxiety and yeah and and things like that and they they kind of turned it into things in the game that also kind of tied it to the 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 story of the characters but also all this fucking celtic and Norse, nordic yeah. mythology which was just so clever it's 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 i mean like as far as i mean it is it's also like the epitome of like really good storytelling yeah right? because you have you know all these stories you know all like folklore and myth like at some point you know it all just goes back into the human brain mm-hmm. and like you know and there's shared experiences and but like you know popular folklore generally like you know falls into archetypes and whatever whatever but you like you personalize the experience and like her journey is i mean it's it's personal but it's also an allegorical yeah and yeah and it's like it's an incredible like it's just one of those things uh, oh like fucking hero's journey shit yeah fucking so good i'm so yeah. glad you finally played it yeah me too yeah, it, was, it was it was really amazing like really amazing and it does so many things that just made me think like well i want to steal that yeah. <laughs> you know for a yeah. start but like cuz cuz i think it doesn't necessarily do many like new things right no, like it's not right, like right. A, a groundbreaking game in that sense but it's but it does it does th- things just so well mm-hmm. like there's no hud right so there's no yeah. There's nothing on the screen at any point. Mm-hmm. There's no tutorial. Little, little bits here and there. But There's yeah. no tutorial. Yeah. Um, you can just press the pause button, and even the pause button just brings up like a display, you know, over the over the game. It doesn't take you to another screen or anything yeah. like that. But it just brings up, and it just has very basic controls, yeah. um, and then it just lets you figure it out. And I thought that was so great because I didn't feel like I was, you know. I didn't feel like I was like waiting to get to the real game yeah. because it just throws you straight in and then you just figure it out as you go along. That also worked really well in context of the journey and the character. Like you don't know what the fuck is going on. You know, you don't know what to expect. Um, I loved all of that. The fact that there was no HUD, I thought was amazing. Um, I love the narrator. Yeah. The, the narration is so good. The, the performances are so good but yeah. yeah and then the way that the way that everything is just man it's so <laughs> it's so layered like yeah. you know you're in this you're kind of you're in the orkney so it's set around orkney which is like these islands um up off the coast of scotland um which is where these sort of these uh this celtic tribe called the picts mm-hmm. lived and Senua is a Pict, and she is going on a pilgrimage, like a journey to the north, <laughs> to the land of like the Norse yeah. gods and shit. She's going to the Viking hell, yeah, to save the soul of her dead beloved. Yes, and she's got his fucking head in a bag. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Dillian. Dillian, and his his character is really wonderful too. Like, you know, he, he plays an important part, you know, in the story and stuff like that. But it's really nice to see um, a male character in a violent game whose primary role is, like, nurturing and yes. caretaking. And, yeah. like, 
showing her love and understanding. Yeah, he's the he's the only person that yeah. understood her and uh, and w- and wanted to help her. Yeah, know, and stuff. And it's, it's just nice to see you know that he, and he you know yeah it's never about like him being tough and violent. It's about no. him like listening and caring and you know, yeah all that shit. And it's um, it's just brilliant. And then yeah, and just the way that so that story. It it blends because she's kind of uh, she's yeah so she's very very troubled she's got these psychoses and you know her story sort of devolves like you nothing is quite real you don't know well I mean that's like that's the like, again it's the thing it's like is it real yeah. isn't it real does it matter I mean and that's you know by the time you get to the end I mean I don't know cover your eyes for cover your eyes. <laughs> Cover your eyes, baby. Uh, cover your ears for a second if you're really worried about spoilers. But like my f- one of my favorite fucking lines in anything ever, and one of my favorite fucking lines in the game uh, of several is um, is at the end when you're going towards. Uh, all right, here we go. I'll do this in ten seconds. Uh, cover your ears now. Um, oh shit! Now I'm not talking. Shit. Uh, Hella, <laughs> she, you're going to fight Hella, and she says, uh, "If you are Hella, then I have a sword that can kill a god." Yeah. It's like it doesn't even matter. Like, if this is this real, doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. I'm doing this, and if you're real, you're fucking done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm I'm doing the fucking work. I'm not stopping. Like, there's yeah. no despair. Like, she even says that at one point. I think she says like, um, "If you're real, you can save his soul, and if you're not, it doesn't matter." Yeah. Like something like that. Like, yeah, she just, she's just ready. Yeah, that's it. She's like, she's finally kind of like there, you know, where yeah. she's like, I can, I can deal with this. I can deal with my reality now. Like, whatever that is, yeah. like, I, I know I can, I'm, I can deal with it. And, um, I just, I thought it was fucking great. The only yeah. bit I didn't like, <laughs> it was like a 10 out of 10 for me all the way through. Yeah. And then right at the very end, uh, this is not a spoiler, by the way, because it is literally just the song. <laughs> the, oh, is there the credits? The song at the end, and yeah. it like kicks in like right at the end. Yeah, just as you're about, about to that. go, oh, the, what a beautiful game. This fucking song kicks in. <laughs> it's by a band called VNV Nation, which is like um, this kind of goth sort of electronic band. And it is it's very so bad. It's very, yeah. It is so, it's a bad song. It's a bad song. It's a bad song. The lyrics are awful. Completely forgot about that. But it also just like, it's just, it's just, it yeah. ruins the game, you know, because yeah. it's like, there's even like an amazing song that plays over the finale, yeah. right? Like yeah. when you're, when you're get, going towards Hella, yeah. there's an incredible song and there's like, you know, there's a theme song mm-hmm. throughout the game. Mm-hmm. There's beautiful music throughout the game. Someone made a decision. And then they put that fucking song over the end <laughs> and it's just like the Pet Shop Boys or something. It's like absolutely <laughs> it's, dreadful. It's really bad. I mean, I like the Pet Shop Boys, but still, fuck me. Anyway, so that was the bit I didn't like. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 But oh, other than the that. The part in the dark. Oh, man. How bad did that fuck you up? Jesus. But this is another reason why I think that g- there's so many things that game does right because it, 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 it wove together so many different play styles mm-hmm. and genres, mm-hmm. but without making anything, nothing, it all kind of just feels organic. Yeah. And I, what I really liked is how all of the different experiences and challenges that she faces, you know, through her torment is all articulated in a different, different types of play style and different things that you have to do. Yeah. 
you know, like the confusion of like see, seeing things, right? Like mm-hmm. part part of that manifests in uh, seeing runes in things. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and it's like, and then part of it is there's something in the darkness, but you don't know what it is, and you can't, and you, but you, all you know is if you get too close to it, it fucking tortures <laughs> you. So you and have it, to avoid it. Yeah, but then it, and you have to be quiet. And then there's another one where it's like there's there's something um, where you have and you have to stay in the daylight. You have to stay in the light. Yeah. If you go into the darkness, then the you know the darkness will take you. But it, again, you don't know what it is. Yeah. And things like that. And it's just like it's so clever. Yeah. Or yeah. there's the one there's the one where you you have to run toward the light. You're in. You're kind of in this maze, and you don't know where you are, and it's confusing, and it keeps changing, and you have to run towards the light, um, but you're being chased mm-hmm. by what sounds like a big crowd of people with pitchforks yeah. and 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 torches, um, but you never see them. You yeah. just hear them, yeah. and you see the light, and you can hear them getting closer and closer. Um, they do the thing like in Inside, where like when your character dies, it is viscerally unpleasant. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Like, yeah. like when she, when you, even if it's even if it's in battle, but especially in those like more intense, like metaphorical scenes. Yeah, like when she dies, it's awful. Yeah, it's horri- horrific. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the dying, you know, is like, oh man, and it's like, yeah, it's like you're. You, the black, the yeah. darkness, you know, kind of like spreads throughout her body the more you die. Yeah. And it's like, it feels, you know, as a player, you're sitting there and you've been like, that's not fucking fair, yeah. you know, or whatever. And it's like, no, it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the point. You know, it's a bluff, though, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's not the point. You yeah, know, is that the point is, is that she's torturing. You know, it's it's her own yeah. mind working against her, convincing her that like she's the more she shows weakness, yeah. you know, the the yeah the the more overwhelmed she's going to become and the weaker she'll become and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, man, what was the what's the trickster? The oh, Raven? Um, oh yeah, the 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 bird guy. Yeah, who's the bird? Is that, is that his Ye- name? Val Raven? Yeah, Val Raven. yeah. Sirt. Yeah, Sirt. Yeah. And then there's um, what's the what's the, there's the guy who does the law stones. Is he called like Dro- Droth or something? Yeah, I don't remember. I need to play it again. It's yeah. been it's been years since I played Dearth it. Or something like that. Yeah, but so yeah. good. And then like l- learning about what that character is and how he applies to yeah. the whole story is just so clever. I know. I don't know if people are bored listening to this right now. I've just thought we just had a really rambling conversation about it. I didn't really how think good about Bellblade is for but it is an amazing game. Yeah, I really do that. recommend it to everyone. Do you want to see if there's any Ask Devolvers? Oh yeah, we could do, couldn't we? Yeah. Um, I was going to say I was playing another game recently. I played. Um, uh, I played Squadrons. Oh yeah, the Star Wars, Star Wars game. Squadrons. It is uh, it's terrible. It's one of the worst. No, I mean it's not one of the worst games I've ever played. It's I mean there's not many good Star Wars games, um, and Squadrons is not one of them. I feel like I feel like in the in the world of Star Wars games, the flight sim is usually worth the best though. Yeah, like the actual the way it works is great. Like yeah. flying around, 
Like Maybe. you feel like you're flying, and you yeah. and the dogfighting is cool. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so I mean, the plot is so terrible. The characters are all fucking useless, and it's just not a Star Wars story no. in any way, shape, or form. A, yeah. Plus, get this right. This is one thing I complained to one of my friends about. I was like, so my second. It was like my second mission uh-huh. as an Imperial, you know, fucking fighter pilot. I'm an Imperial TIE fighter pilot. Yeah. Like, that, sweet. Yeah. Cool, I get to fly a TIE fighter. Like, the second mission is, like, fly this fucking spaceship that I've never even seen before. <laughs> it's not in any of the films. Like, some, you know, it's got some stupid name, like the TIE Inquisitor or something like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Right. <laughs> you know, I've waited all this time to fucking put it as the Imperial fucking f- f- TIE fighter pilot. Yeah. And then I'm I'm already not flying a TIE fighter. Yeah. And then my it's the same with the Rebels. It's like, same with the Rebels as well. Yeah, t- same with the Rebels. It's like, yeah, I'm part of like this fucking cool X-Wing squadron. Oh, here, fly a Y-Wing bomber where you just oh, drop bombs. Yeah. Bombing missions can be fun. Yeah, yeah but I mean, I love that shit Rogue Squadron. Yeah, but you want a fucking X-Wing, man. I mean, you do want an X-Wing. Don't yeah, you, you want to be you want top dog. Or an A-Wing. I mean, yeah, the A-Wings are pretty cool. But I mean, still, I ain't gonna, I mean, we're talking. Shoot, give me a B-Wing, I'll be happy. Ask forecast, right? I'm having a look at this now. But yeah, and then I'm there was still also like the weird phone. like let's have like let's let's try to make you know the the space Nazi analog like sympathetic characters. Yeah, so please don't. Please don't try to make sympathetic Nazis. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that the other day, weren't we? Shit, yeah. Like, oh, I, I want, I want to know how conflicted members of the Imperial fucking army are, <laughs> the Navy. No, no. Oh yeah, yeah, probably yeah. You're probably right, actually. Like, it must, it must be really hard being in the Empire. I mean, like, <laughs> if, if you're gonna do it, like, I'm sure, you, I'm sure it could be done well, but there was, they didn't do it well. No. 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 Um, I think we have a question. Hot damn. Yeah. Um, it is uh, from Meatballs. Hello, Meatballs. Hi, Meatballs. How are you? Um, I should have done the whole thing in English. Oh, I? yeah. Do either of y'all enjoy watching GDCs? If so, which one would be a standout for you? I really love the Hyperlight Drifter sound design GDC from a few years back. So I guess he means uh, any of like the, the developer and stuff. Com- talks and stuff. Do you? I do have a favorite one. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, it's it feels weird talking about it now because I know that um, this person fell out uh, very badly with uh, the company that he worked with. But um, uh, Mick Gordon, who did the soundtrack for the Doom reboot in 2016 so he did i've watched it multiple times he did a really cool gdc talk about creating the music and doing the sound design for for doom 2016 and it's really good because one he's kind of like he's a very good talker he's kind of got that slight intensity about him he's kind of hyper um he's really super nerdy and likes to get forensic about all of the processes that he goes through so it's really interesting um and he's just got like some amazing anecdotes about how it all came together and the things that he did like there's one thing that he did where um he produced some kind of sound um 
sound, uh, I don't know, fucking sound thing mm-hmm. in the soundtrack that if you run it through a spectrograph, which visualizes yeah, yeah. sound, um, it was like a pentagram and then uh, 666. Right. <laughs> it was like, right. you know, like yeah. shit like that. But yeah, like, yeah. Only if someone were to do that with that People specific that. piece of music. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, I love stuff like that, you know. I mean, um, I don't, yeah, I mean, all the shit that's hidden in inscription. Oh, man. That people have already, apparently. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot, yeah. But there's a whole, there's a whole. So, Clara, Clara, who works with us uh, on the, uh, with influencers, um, she's been on the forecast before as well, and she's in London with us as well. Um, but she was telling me that um, she spoke to Daniel, who has, like, you know, told, like, friends and family only about, you know, kind of all this um, this deep shit that he's he's put into the game and around the game that, you know, nobody knows. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I guess people are in the process of trying to figure it all yeah. out now, but... Yeah, there's a, there's a whole. The game doesn't end when it ends. When it ends, <laughs> so good. Yeah. Oh, did you have any GDC talks? Um, Nigel's. You don't need a fucking publisher. That's a good Probably one. Probably the only GDC talk I've ever um, seen or, or looked at. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. That one's really good. Yeah. And that one's on YouTube as well. You can watch that. Yeah. Yeah, um, fucking publisher. It's yeah. great. And he just swears the whole time. He does. Um, yeah. I think there was one on the Discord as well. I can't pull it up on my phone. Okay, let me have a look. Because um, I don't have good data over here. There's Discord. No. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Um, so, building off the previous week's. Oh, this is from Tolsonator. Okay. Um, building off the previous week's question about games you've played through multiple times what albums do you listen to front to back without thinking i'm going to start with smash by the offspring both a great album musically and sentimentally important to me so do you have any like soundtracks or albums that you i listen to the assassin's creed 2 soundtrack a lot but yeah. i don't listen to it all the way through because um, a lot of like the combat music is like i don't want to listen to that all the time um I used to listen to uh, Alan Watts' Ohm. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow, yeah. First thing, and then followed immediately by um, Dark Side of the Moon. Very good. Then it would be Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. Oh, yeah. And That's the Flaming Lips. Yeah, Flaming Lips. Yeah. Uh, except I would, I, would, I would always skip uh, part two of Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots, where it's like the weird, like, cacophonous battle sounds and like the weird like shrieking yeah. <laughs> cat sound or whatever the fuck uh, and then I would I would I would finish with uh, Daft Punk's Random Access Memories oh that's a nice one yeah and that would be like a whole that would be my morning okay I so I've actually brought up my Spotify here because I know there's a whole bunch of um, things that I really love to listen to all the way through um, I would say there is I really like uh, Brian Eno's uh, music for airports. You're going to say that. Yep. That is one of my favorites that I like to listen to when I'm working, um, start to end, and multiple times. Um, Hmm. What else? I really like... Oh, um, 
The Earth is Not a Cold Dead Place no. um, by Explosions in the Sky is one that I will listen to start to finish all the time. Um, hmm. Also, uh, Fingerspits Atticus 7. Fingerspit, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good, it's a, it's a really good album, like, it was really good in 2020, like, listening to this really beautiful, eerie album that, like, really felt like living in the cyberpunk future that we actually, <laughs> that we actually do live in. Yeah. Like, it, it really feels appropriate. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking through here now, Elliot Smith, Either Or, Figure Eight, those are two albums that I like to listen to a lot. Um, all the way through I think that probably that Explosions in the Sky and Brian Eno are probably the two I would say those probably are the two main ones that I really like to just put on yeah. and just listen and listen and listen um, nice. and maybe The Downward Spiral and The Fragile Nine Inch Nails those are two albums that I really love to just put on. I used to listen to Tool all the time. And listen to. Yeah, I think I, I, I like stuff that's just, yeah, I can't listen to Tool. I can't do, I can't do the angry energy anymore. Yeah. I know what you mean. I, I kind but of. But I mean, neither can Maynard, so. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't. Like, it's, it's weird. Like, he has to, every few years, he has to be like, hey, I don't like digging through my old wounds anymore. Yeah. Like, fucking leave me alone. <laughs> Yeah, I think that would be my top ones. I'm still just scrolling through my Spotify now, just on the off chance that there's something here that springs out. But I listen to a lot more like playlists and stuff now. Yeah, I make sure. I make playlists of stuff. Um, oh, here's one that people will probably think, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but um, "Freak Show" by Silverchair. Okay. is um uh an album that i i guess for some people it might be called a guilty pleasure but i've just always loved that album ever since i first heard it like when i was a teenager in the 90s i just got super into it and i even recently just listened to it for the first time again in a long time and i listened to it like two or three times like all the way through like back to back in a row because nice. i just fucking love that album um so yeah oh and no, yeah, I'm going to stop there, because otherwise <laughs> I'll just keep going, and I don't want to just keep going. Um, oh, oh, there is one more. <laughs> Shall I do one more? Yeah. Um, Weezer's Blue Album, the first Weezer album. Nice. There we go. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, there you go, Dolph. There you go, Dolph. your answer. Thanks for, thanks for asking a nice question. Yeah. Uh, remember that you can ask forecast hashtag ask forecast on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine uh, you might have a lot of questions you know, <laughs> for us do. next week. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> that's true. Maybe. And we will do our best to uh, um, dance around them. Yeah. Well, hopefully. So I was going to say what we'll do maybe here is we'll, we'll call it here, mm-hmm. and then uh, if if the next thing you hear is not me doing the outro, then we're about to have Brian on. If the next thing I say is the outro, then uh, we'll have Brian on next week. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but this is really great. It's nice actually finally getting to do this. Yeah. We, you proposed this back in January of 2020. <laughs> yeah. And we've, I mean, thanks for doing it. I mean, the podcast has been great for my sanity. 
Um, but you know, we we you know we talked about getting to do the shows and getting to like sit down with people and like yeah. interview them in real life. So it's good that we're having this with us right now, like to yeah. get the feel of exactly physically, you know, doing the podcast. But um, uh, yeah, so I you know I'm looking forward to us being able to do more of this as hopefully more people get vaccinated and uh, you know and you know we get this shit under control. Um, but yeah, so thanks, Robbie. Thanks, Jay. I really Jay. appreciate the hell out of this. I don't want to say thank you too much because then people think we're not doing the podcast anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, now is probably a good time to let you know that you will have to pay um, for the subscription. Episodes, yeah. yeah, we don't have anything, but you you owe us money. Yeah, for listening. For to it. yeah, so if yeah. you've listened to p- previous episodes, you're now in debt yeah. to us. You owe Fork Parker's Techno Compu Global Com Illegal. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh man, I we to, we don't do Fort any. Parker's illegal happy fun time came in on offshore holdings. There we go. We don't do anything for free anymore. So no, no. Um, just FYI, we don't free for free. Cough up. Um, but if you would like to follow our subscription based Twitter, you can follow us at Devolver Digital. Or yep. if you are interested in our subscription based uh, Twitch, you can follow <laughs> us at Devolver PA on Twitter or. Uh, http colon slash slash devolver digital or twitch.tv slash devolver digital um the forecast i don't know if you know this we have a podcast if you go to forecast and it's on all the podcast it is you can go on spotify and you can go on apple uh podcasts and you can go on you know just all those fucking podcast places and there we are podcast places yeah yep just like your friends at corporate devolver yeah Uh, we should probably uh change the tag on the um on the listings now on on the on the various platforms so that it's it's business podcast business podcast it's very very important very serious important business very serious important business podcast Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah mm Um, are you worried that you're not getting enough advertisements from Devolver Digital in your life? Maybe follow Devolver Digital on Instagram. Oh, uh, which is, I only post uh, trailers. Only post trailers <laughs> and gifts that let you know when a new forecast has come out. Yeah. So, Although you know. now, oh, we should take a photo. We should take a photo right now. Let's do it right now. Okay. Let's take a photo right now. So, we'll just, we'll just so everyone uh, listening, we're just taking a photo right, a now. Right, this, right now. This is us. Oh my god, my hair is awful. Your hair is gorgeous. My hair is terrible. <laughs> there we go. So we've taken a photo. Picture taken. Um, um, and that is uh, going to be on Instagram. So for those of you who don't know what we look like, now you will know what we look like. Now you will know what we look like under very bad lighting. Yes, we're... Direct overhead. Real people. Piercing LEDs. Real people work at Devolver. Not us. (laughs) But real people do work. Uh, is that it? There's a TikTok. I don't know oh yeah, there's Devolver Digital well. TikTok as well. Well, you know, get in on the ground floor. Because sure. when it yeah, blows yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, when it blows up, you want to be one of the first subscribers because you get credit for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's it for now. And I guess, uh, you know, if you're hearing this after the interview with Brian, uh, thanks to Brian for being on the podcast. And if he wasn't on the podcast, then thanks for being on next week. <laughs> yeah. Da, 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 da. Bye. <laughs>